Welcome to the Tong Family Podcast. Well, this is fun. I've always wanted to be a radio DJ, and this gave me an excuse. First, I want to thank my friend Paul, who said, hey, why don't you just do a podcast? And it, let's face it, gave me a chance to buy some cool equipment and to experiment a little bit, and nothing bad about that. Here's the format. Basically, I discovered over the last year, I've posted basically once a day. So every week, I'm going to collect the most interesting posts and just read it to you. Now, you can always get the information in uh, text form by going to tongfamily.com, and I appreciate it if you do. I have over 50 readers, so, uh, you know, even adding one adds 5% to my total installed base, so thanks a lot. So what are we going to talk about? Well, first of all, I'm not going to cover how this podcast actually works. I'm going to save that for the time when, um, well, I make it work. Instead, I'll just uh, read you a couple interesting things that I just posted over the weekend. Happy holidays, everybody, by the way. And I thought I'd just start with uh, a post I got from somebody talking about a relay attack. So uh, what's a relay attack? Well, basically, it's a pretty simple idea. Suppose you've got a fancy new car and you've got your key fob sitting in your office. Uh, Some thief comes along with a $20 transmitter and he wanders around uh, outside in the parking lot. It picks up your key fob signal. The relay strengthens it and it's going to unlock your car door. Now, I know that sounds incredible, but it's actually happening quite a bit with luxury cars. And it's kind of a bummer because there's nothing you can do about it. Basically, unless you stick your key fob into a RF shielded thing or turn off passive remote, uh, they're going to get in. So um, what can we do about it? Well, it turns out that it's a pretty hard problem. And the problem is that this kind of relay attack is so simple. So uh, what can you do about it? Well, unfortunately, there's not too much. The first is if you're worried about the problem, you can just turn the feature off. Just uh, turn off the key fob or put in an RF shielded bag and you're done. If you're lucky enough, some cars, like the Tesla model cars, do have something called pin to drive. That means you have to type a code in every time you start the car. Now this does protect against a lot of other scenarios like your kids getting into the car and driving away, but let's face it, it's kind of a pain to type a pin into your car every time you wanna drive. So what's the long-term solution? Well, it's going to require some more technology, of course. For instance, uh, Apple uses a trick on their Apple Watch. Uh, Some of you may have one. You notice when you walk up to a computer, you can set it so that when you walk up to the computer, your watch opens it uh, and you don't need a password. The way they uh, protect against theft is actually when the Apple Watch comes up, it uses Bluetooth to tell that the watch is nearby because that's low power. But then to determine whether or not the watch is really close by, it actually turns on Wi-Fi. Then comes some really cool magic. The watch and the computer first detect each other with Bluetooth, as I said. And then they turn on Wi-Fi. Now, why is that? Well, because there's a protocol with a fancy name, 802.11v, that lets uh, the computer determine how close the watch is really to the computer. Now, this is going to defeat a relay attack because, of course, it'll look at the t- what's called time of flight and notice, wow, that signal is really far away and deny the attack. Unfortunately, there are no cars that support that kind of protocol right now, but I'd be on the lookout for one.
In the meantime, if you're worried about this and you're in an office building, I think the best solution is to use pin to drive. Uh, otherwise, you just got to turn the passive restraint stuff off. Sorry about that. I'll keep you up to date in case there's any changes.